0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Reclamation Podcast, where our goal is to help you reclaim good practices for following Jesus. If we haven't met yet, my name is Tony, and I am your host with over a decade serving in the local church and now working for a wonderful nonprofit called Spirit and Truth. I am passionate about about helping you connect with Jesus at a deeper level. So every single week on these monologue episodes and uh, uh, earlier in the week on the interview episodes, we do our very best to help give you some tools, some practices to reclaim your relationship with Jesus. Because after all, uh, when we follow Jesus more closely, our life begins to change and gets better. And we see transformation that way. And it's a beautiful, wonderful thing. Speaking of beautiful things, I don't know if you're new to the podcast or not, but we've got brand new intro music. My friend and producer, Caleb Stanton, produced some awesome music. I'm so thankful for him. If you have any audio needs, let me just give him a plug right now. Caleb is so easy to work with. We do almost everything over text and Google Drive. It's just super simple. He makes it so easy for me to put out great podcasts every single week, twice a week, actually. Without Caleb, I don't know where I would be. So, check them out, link in the show notes, staying creative, all that jazz. All right, so this week for the monologue episode, I'm kind of pulling from what we do on our Substack. Substack is a blog that we use here at Spirit and Truth. If you want to get it, it's spiritandtruth.substack.com. And this Monday, I wrote something asking the question, How do you work? Right? How are you working? How are you working? And I was thinking about this over the weekend because I was prepping for the week ahead. And and every single week, it's kind of the same thing. We go through the same meetings. I've got similar calendars. And if I'm not traveling with Spirit and Truth, then my rhythm stays the same. I bet yours does too. And I wondered, I wondered a question that maybe you've wrestled with. Am I working from rest or am I resting from work? Like when it comes to the weekend, am I working from rest or am I resting from work? Allow me to elaborate and kind of dive down, drill down a little deeper on that question. Sometimes I get to the weekend just to escape the work week. While other times I use the weekend to prepare me for the work week. One is a respite and one is a well. And I want my weekends. I want my Sabbath to be a well so that I can continue to do the work that God has called me to work like this, creating podcasts or writing or traveling to churches and talking about disciple making all the things that I love to do. I'm absolutely at my best when I work from a place of rest instead of resting from work. Now, where do we see this in scripture? I'm glad you asked. Well, the first thing that we see here is Genesis Right in the story of Genesis, the seventh day creation, right? God created, you know, let there be light and it was good. Let there produce land, living creatures, and it was good. And then he gets to the seventh day, Genesis chapter two. It says, Thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it he rested from all the work of creating he had done so a lot of interesting thoughts about this the the resting and the holiness is a result of his reflection on the work right god wasn't tired he didn't rest that way but it's more of a rest is in the sense of to observe to to take stock of to kind of kind of worship in a sense although he's god so he doesn't need to worship himself but when we Sabbath well, when we Sabbath well, we are creating space for us to honor what God is doing during the week, right? It's interesting when we think about Sundays in church, and I'm sure if you're listening to this, you probably go to church somewhere. The goal isn't to go to church to get us ready for the week, but rather the goal is to go to church to celebrate what God has already done during the week. Like God's already been moving. He's been active. So we Sabbath to celebrate what God has already done. We worship to celebrate what God has always done, to make it holy in remembrance of who God is and what God has done. I absolutely love that. And this idea of Sabbathing, it's um, culturally, right? We we associate it most with the Jewish culture, but Sabbath is this tremendous act of worship. And most people think that Sabbath starts the morning of the day that you're going to Sabbath, but Jewish tradition would dictate that Sabbath actually begins the night before. So if you want to rest on Sunday, your Sabbath begins right before you go to bed Saturday night. And that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense because we need to prepare for the rest. We need to prepare for the act of worship. We need to prepare for the holiness that we're trying to mark this special day with. When I think about Sabbath, sometimes I think about the 23rd Psalm. It says, The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. And even though I walk through the valley of the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and a the staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So think about this. Psalm 23, verse one, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. Okay, got it. Dependent on the Lord, check. Verse two, he makes me lie down in green pastures. God makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. Think about that. The Lord wants us to rest. He refreshes my soul. Verse three, he guides me along the right path for his namesake. Right? So everything else after that is built on what God has done. Verses one, two, and three. Understanding that the Lord is the shepherd, you'll lack nothing. Resting, making me lie down, leading me beside quiet waters, taking observation of what's happening, right? And then verse three, he refreshes my soul. Who is he? God is he, right? So he, God makes me lie down in green pastures. God leads me beside quiet waters. And it's almost as if the psalmist is saying in verse three, when God does that, when God does that, he refreshes my soul. So if you're wondering about why you may not feel fresh, if you're wondering about your connection with the Lord, maybe one of the areas where you can kind of wrestle with is whether or not you're taking appropriate time to lie down or to be near quiet waters, to still your own heart and voice. How are you Sabbathing? Now, I don't like to be legalistic about these sort of things. Sabbath for all of us looks different, but what is really required more than anything else is intentionality. You have to be intentional about your Sabbath. You have to be intentional about how God is working in and through you on that day. And let's be honest, too. There may be seasons of your life where you might be able to take a full day. You may be only to take a part here or a part there. But the truth is, is that being intentional with that time will still be refreshing. Now, you may not get the full refreshment of a day, but you'll get something, right? You'll, you'll receive something from the Lord when you rest, when you... Go beside the quiet waters. Intentional Sabbath leads to an intentional relationship. One of the ways I'd like to say it is that if you're willing to protect your Sabbath, undoubtedly the Lord will protect you. If you're willing to protect your Sabbath, undoubtedly the Lord will protect you. So keep in mind, right? We read scripture to form a relationship with the Lord. We pray to form a relationship with the Lord to create space for the Lord in our lives. We Sabbath for that same reason. And God modeled it for us. He did all that work creating and he rested. And in his rest, it's the rest that made it holy. It's the observation. It's the intentionality. All right, so whether you're mowing the grass or you're working in your garage doing some woodworking or you're just reading a book, it's less about the activity and more about the intentionality. Now, I should also note that all of us have weird relationships with technology in this world that we live in. I just want to invite you to wrestle with it. You and God wrestle with your technology relationship as kind of stems around Sabbath. I just know that when my phone's in my hand, it's hard to lie down. Right? Metaphorically, when my phone's in my hand, it's hard for me to turn my brain off. It's just a lot of information to process all the time. So that, Um, intentionality around my phone is sometimes super important. Putting it on, do not disturb, whatever it takes. Friends, more than anything, I I just want you to spend some intentional time with the Lord so that you can come to know him more closely. So maybe it's a pocket of Sabbath, an hour here, two hours there, half a day, or maybe you're ready to take a full day and do something intentional with your family in the process. Sabbath starts the night before. And continues to the end of the the day, the day of, right? So full 24, right? So 7P to 7P. That's the way that I encourage you to think about Sabbath. Not as something you have to do, but something you get to do to serve the Lord. Well, that's it for me today, guys. I'm so thankful for each and every one of you, for the community that we're building Again, uh, feel free to go check us out, spiritandtruth.substack.com. You can check me out on Instagram at TWMilt. I'd love to get your feedback on this episode, as always. And more than anything, the highest compliment you can give us, share this episode with a friend. Maybe somebody who you know struggles with Sabbath. Thankful for you guys. And remember, if you want to follow Jesus, you must be willing to move.